Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Club Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into this episode, we would like to delight you with something called ratings. <laughs> ratings are uh, are something that this network could definitely use. You know, we just want to get some feedback and support from everybody uh, that comes in that tunes into our shows. Uh, if you want to give us a five star or, you know, you just want to be honest and say that we're not doing good, you know, we'll appreciate it. We really will. Uh, you know, we, we want to make sure that we give you feedback, you know, that we get the feedback, that we can take it, we're moving into our other episodes. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, rating for the Linsanity. It could be rating other podcasts and, and you know, maybe we it'll lead to a discussion for us. I know that we care about these ratings. If you please take the time to do that, we very much appreciate it. And now let's get to the podcast. And, you know, I, I'm excited for this one. Okay. I really am. We got the AFC East. We got the NFC East. We were originally going to have our guest be small market King Devin Voss. But the fact is, you know, he, he, he couldn't do it this week. So I had to, I had to dial up, uh, I had to dial up two on my speed dial. Uh, you know, I got a running hook network phone. I had to go two. I needed, I needed speed dial help. And so I, I got the uh, the circle city set of a host, Zach Griffith. Zach, it's a it's a privilege to have you on, my friend. You were you were on a hiatus for a while on the Linsanity. You gave yourself a break. You probably said thank God for it. Now you're back here. You're enjoying. You you, you obviously wanted to come back. I'm I'm a little shocked after your long run here. Well, you needed reinforcements, and here I am. Here I am. Yep. Bring my talents to help the Linsanity out. Because it desperately needs help, folks. It absolutely needs help. It's dying. That I don't know. That's 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 false. We are off to a very fire start with with the one, the only Dylan Hughes on yes, last we were. week. So yeah, I don't great. need your nonsense on my podcast. Zach. Yeah, Dylan he Hughes, was great. some nice Colts takes. I liked his takes. <laughs> yeah, they were smart. They, I it was he was great. He was great. Um, you know, Bryce. You know, I know we're excited about what was going on. I mean, obviously, we're hoping it would work out for Devin. We felt like he would bring a lot to this, but you know, having Zach on will be good. And uh, you know, I'm excited to discuss these two divisions. I mean, these two divisions have a lot to talk about, uh, you know, and I'm excited to break it down with you, Bryce. Yeah. I mean, we got a, uh, we got the AFC East, which I think is going to be an interesting division this year. And then we, we have the dumpster fire that is the NFC East. And I'm sure there will be, uh, plenty of ridicule to go around from all three of us, um, but also praise a little bit of good in this division. Well, and let's just let's just start off with some good before we get into the teams that <laughs> have left us, you know, can have left their fans uh, depressed. Do we have to do we have, have left to? their fans? Well, no, let's just get this. Let's just get a good team in. Let's get a good team in. Let's open it up. Well, and then what we can do later is maybe the happiness of the other teams will then lead the fans believing in the other, you know, like Jets fans into believing there's optimism. Who knows? There's something there's something to be had there. We'll start off with the great team. We'll start off with the Buffalo Bills. And something to keep in mind, folks, is we want to make sure we give these teams an even amount of time. I'll be running a timer. Uh, you know, we might go a little over, but at the end of the day, we're going to have a concentrated, you know, hey, this is about how long we want to talk. And so I'm going to get it rolling with the Bills, Bryce. This is a team that, you know, they're loaded. 
You hated on Josh Allen all freaking year last year. He came out. He basically took you. He said, screw you. He was a top five quarterback in the league. And Bryce, you got to sit there and eat your lunch. And now he's coming back again with the fat extension. How do you think of Josh Allen after your horrible, horrible takes from last year? He, he's fine. I mean, he, he's going to come out, he's going to do his thing and you know, it'll be fine. I, it, whether the rest of the team catches up to that, I don't know. I, I think that's something that we'll talk about uh, in this little segment here, but he played well, he played well. And, and Zach, here's the thing with the bills, you know, this is a team that if you look at their overall rust roster, you know, there, there is a lot of strong, strong time. There isn't a oh. weak thing on this team. You know, they, they come out, they really developed the roster. They kept everybody. They didn't make a whole lot of moves in the offseason because, you know, they like what they got. And I think that's, a, you know, if I'm a Bills fan, like I'm pretty happy about that. Like my team isn't panicked that we didn't go as far as we may have wanted. At the end of the day. You know, this team is for real, Zach. They committed to Josh Allen. They gave him the bag. Stephon Diggs looked tremendous. It's a nasty, nasty defense. I mean, what what are your initial thoughts on Buffalo right now? Well, your question here, is there any reason they shouldn't be considered the favorite for the division? No. Mm. There's no reason they shouldn't be. Because unless you're, you know, we have these delusional people out here who think the Dolphins are a Super Bowl uh, sleeper contender this year, and that's just laughable. That's that is hilarious. Uh, but the Bills, the Bills are the they should be the runaway, the runaway favorite in this division. They have, you know, we'll talk about Josh Allen later, and Bryce, sure. you know, Bryce can eat it as far as I'm concerned. Best QB in the division by far. It's not even close. It's not. It's not even close. I don't even know who second place would be. It's that bad. It's that bad. It is one. It is rough. Cam Newton. It is rough. Nah, I, I don't know, Bryce. I don't, nah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, Mac Jones, according to the media, right? Yeah, it's Mac that's Jones. What we hear. That's the word on the street. But you can make a case. We're gonna start off a little hot. Oh. You can make a case. He's the second best quarterback in the AFC. Behind Mahomes. Behind Mahomes. Behind Mahomes. I like unless it. unless you want to count Watson, I'm, I'm not really counting Watson because of the, all the shit that's going on. The only other guy, I guess, would be Lamar, right? Sure. That you, that you if you if, if that's what you want to do, yeah. sure. If that's no, what I mean, you want ahead of Allen, right? Right. So no, there's no reason they shouldn't be considered a contender. The only weak spot is the running game, and it looks hmm. like we're gonna get that later, but. Otherwise, you know, they somehow even improve their receiving core even more. So I, the Bills, man, the AFC well, championship again, perhaps. Well, yeah, let, like, let's let's get into it. We'll start diving these questions a little bit. You know, we talked a little, you know, Allen was a guy, MVP level guy, record breaking season. He yeah, smashed Bryce. everything. The Bills, the Bills really just kind of took Hear it that, to Bryce? another level. They took it to another gear. Now, Bryce, you know. As they did that, they obviously didn't sign a lot of guys. So let's just combine the two questions we have right now. Like, do you think that Josh Allen can still be? I mean, obviously, last season was a record-setting year. That's a big-time year. Maybe he doesn't get to that. But is there a level of just overall consistency that we see that you're like, hey, you know, I think this could potentially carry over. He's got a real chance to be a legit quarterback. Like, this is just some record-breaking season and then – 
not much after. I mean, are you buying consistency here from Josh Allen? Um, I think I, I, I'm, I'll buy it to, to a certain degree. I think that, you know, obviously Josh Allen had a, had a, you know, breakout season as an understatement there, but I mean, this is the first real season of Josh Allen that you have his full arsenal on display. So now you have, now teams have tape of that. Okay. Now they've seen it. Now they can game plan a little bit better. They'll game plan as best you can for a guy like this, uh, uh, Stefan Diggs. And I, I think that's where the, the Bills running game is really going to be important this season. They got to get that straightened out first and foremost. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think Josh Allen, I mean, he's, he's, you know, the body type is there. Um, the, the strong, durable guy. Uh, obviously, I'd like to see Josh Allen run less this season, um, you know, hang in the pocket a little bit more, trust that running game if they can get it figured out, which, I mean, there, there are some things that I'm hearing coming out of Bill's camp that uh, I think you guys would find interesting uh, as well. So I'll, bu- I'll buy the consistency part to a degree. Well, and, and that kind of leads into the, you know, the thing to talk about, right? Josh Allen had a record-breaking season, Zach, but let's not forget about what Stephon Diggs did, right? Record-breaking. He comes off the trade. He just smashes. He just, he looks like the best receiver in the AFC. He was the, he was that good. He was, he was that good. Now the, the thing I want to ask you then Zach is, I mean, you know, it seems like the trade for Minnesota did him very well for you. Is he a top five wide receiver now? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Wow. And I listed off, you know, to double check, I listed off some that I'd want you guys to have some feedback on. Sure. So, if you would take Stefan Diggs over one of these guys, just say yes. Okay. Right? okay. So, we got Metcalf. No. Would I take Diggs over Metcalf? Would you take Diggs over Metcalf? Oh, yes. 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 Okay. Would you take Diggs over Devontae Adams? No. 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 Michael Thomas. This is where it gets dicey. Give me Diggs. Give me Diggs. I'll say Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. Hopkins. (laughs) I'll go Hopkins. I'll go Hopkins for me. Give me Hopkins. Yeah, I'm going to take Hop. That's close, though. That's close. I'll take and that notes. shows you where Diggs is now. Yeah. That shows you where Diggs is, Bryce. You had to notes. really think about that. Okay, and then you got Mike Evans. Give me Diggs. Uh, give me Diggs. I agree. Diggs. Then you got a little too early, but Justin Jefferson. I'll go Diggs. Yeah, that's I'll not fair. Diggs. Give me yeah. Diggs. Yeah. yeah. And that was all I had. That okay. was based off last season. Mm. Uh, okay. I guess you could throw Calvin Ridley in there. Sure. Nah, give me Diggs. A.J. Brown. Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's, he's, top he's five. that good now. He's top five. He's that good now. Yeah. Talk he, about a trade that worked out for both sides. Right. It really right. did. Yeah. I mean, when, when you look at this team, you know, the thing with the Bills, you know, they use those two. Those two were the unstoppable pieces. But here, here's the thing that I think has got to be the key for them. You know, we can talk about the lack of, you know, they've got a healthier offensive line. Okay, they, they're going to have more consistency at running back because Zach Moss is coming back for the second year. But, Bryce, here's the thing for me. Okay, they can put up points like nobody's business. They got to stop people. They got to stop these legitimate and elite offenses if they want to get to the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills really decided to go all in on pass rushing in the draft. 
Roussel. They they went out. They they got Boogie Basham, a, a guy that the Colts were heavily rumored to, as as you know, as you pointed out multiple times. You know, can the Bills, in your opinion, have a chance to be the best defense in football? Is this is that a stretch? You know, this was a defense that I think was awfully good last season. I don't know why they can't do that again. Why can't they be? Why can't they be the best when they're playing in that lousy of a division? Why can't they come in and just play like high level defense? It'd be like top three, even best of the league. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, they they really only lost. Uh, they lost Josh Norman, which he was on the outs anyway for his career. <laughs> so. Call that what you will. What a then loss. They, uh, they lost Quentin Jefferson on the interior defensive lineman to the Raiders. Uh, I mean, but when you look at their team, you're replacing Jefferson with a combo of Ed Oliver and star Latulale. Right. I don't think that's bad backups. If, uh, if you know what I'm saying. So, yes. And then, I mean, you're a little concerned about the right cornerback position. You have Levi Wallace there. I mean, who, who's fine. Um, you know, maybe you'd like to get a, a little bit better of a guy there, but I think it's fine. I, I mean, not when, especially when you have uh, Micah Hyde and, and Jordan Poyer, you know, overlooking, you got your backside help basically. Yeah. And Tredavious White, obviously he's a stud at corner, so you really don't have to worry about it there. Their linebacking core, extremely solid. They re-signed Matt Milano. They have Tremaine Edmonds and they have A.J. Klein extremely one of the best linebacking cores in the league. If I had to say it top five, definitely, definitely. Wow. So yeah, I'd say top five. And then you have Mario Addison and Jerry Hughes uh, coming, coming off the edge. And then just for depth, they have AJ Epinesa who had his rookie year last year. So he's going to come back better. And then you have your rookies, Greg Rousseau and Boogie Basham. Mm. They have depth on this defense. They can absolutely be one of the best defenses in the league. No doubt. They they barely lost anybody in this offseason. Uh, they re-signed they, they re-signed their key guys and then they drafted some guys. Yep. So I mean they have a recipe for success, most definitely, Caleb. And you know, I, I mean, look, with this with this defense, they're so loaded, Zach, you know, top to bottom, their depth is their depth is very good. They, you know, solidified it with draft capital. You know, there's and we we've gone over that. But you know, the part that didn't make a lot of sense for me is, okay, you did this for the defense, but your running game, man, you know, what, what's going on with the running game if I'm the Bills? You know, I just, you know, is Singletary, is Moss, is this, is this what you want to build on if you're the Bills here? You know, like I think Price has a point with making sure Josh Allen stays upright. Is Devin Singletary and Zach Moss going to cut it for this team? No, <laughs> no, no. The question on the dock is why no effective ground game? I have a simple answer. The running backs suck. <laughs> no, no, hold on. I'm going to push back on that. Oh, I'm going to push back on because this is what I hear. Oh. I hear that Zach Moss looks great in camp. Oh. And in fact, I could That's see great. Zach Moss taking over the number one position and be a bell cow this season. Wow. You want to lock that wow. in? Yeah, I will lock that in. Wow. I will lock that in. So eat it, Zach. Eat it, Zach. No, I won't eat it. I wow. won't eat it. When you draft him in fantasy, I'm going to remember this moment. I'm not going to draft him. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from a Bills running back because that's okay. what I'm going to do. Okay. Name me the last bell cow Bills running back. It was probably Shady McCoy. Yeah. Probably yeah. the last one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> 
I have a, you know, a little sneak peek. That's not the last time his name's going to come up in this pod. Oh, oh, I know that's on. a really random name, but the, uh, it's not the last time his name's going to come up in this pod. Oh, Look, just m- missed me on committees. Had to deal with it last year with the Colts, but we gave it to Naeem fucking Hines through the tackles. <laughs> just miss it. Miss me. Uh, Jordan Wilkins. Jordan Wilkins missed me. He had a nice preseason game. What? Whatever. I just. You know what? There's not an NFL pod where Zach, where Zach just doesn't mention Naeem Hines. There's not a single one. <laughs> Nine lines between the tackles. Great player. <laughs> Great pass catching back. Just Frank Reich. Who are you kidding? Zach Moss is going to be good this season, Zach, and you can eat it. Okay. okay. All right. If he All is, right. I'll eat it. Well, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. All right. I'm, our time's up. Let's move on, dude. Let's move on to the Cowboys. The uh, Dallas Cowboys, ugh. a team with a high-level elite offense in terms of their skill players. Dak Prescott back on the field. A defense that's, you know, honestly, they didn't really get a lot of resources. You know, I just was kind of shocked at the lack of, you know, financial decisions they made for the defense. They went out, they got Micah Parsons when they had thousands of linebackers. You know, it's insane. But, you know, let's just start off with this, Bryce. Dak Prescott has to get healthy. Dak Prescott with an MRI this early, it ain't good for the Cowboys. And they're telling people, don't be concerned. Bryce. How are you handling this? You are someone, if you saw, if you were a Cowboys fan and you saw that tweet, don't be concerned about Dak's MRI. I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, Dak Prescott's a top 10 quarterback who just got hurt last season on a big injury, who put up an MVP year. And the Cowboys are going, oh, don't worry about the MRI. I mean, what kind of joke is that? It is a joke, Caleb, but here's here's what I'll, I'll tell you. This is why it's happening, though. This is why they're saying this. Because, Caleb, every Tuesday night at 10 p.m., all eyes are on hard knocks with the Dallas Cowboys. That's why. And if they're panicked, if they just are completely silent about this, the level of intrigue about the Dallas Cowboys greatly increases from what it already is in the national media. Okay. They have to say this, whether, whether it's, it's true or whether it's all just smoke and mirrors me, you just gave Dak the bag. Okay. A massive bag. And you're telling me you're not concerned about a little shoulder injury. I don't buy this for a second. I I don't buy this for a second. Look, we got to see we got to see uh uh you know Dak all healthy and everything and it was great. But I think there is a legitimate problem. Even Mike McCarthy says today he feels no urgency to play Dak Prescott in the season. That's stupid too. When was the last the last time Dak Prescott was in a game was was which week? Which week was that? Was that week one when he heard him? Where, where it was he got early. Hurt? No, it was week it five. Was, week, okay, five. Week, yeah, five. week five. Week yeah. five. You're telling me you don't want to get your guy into a game for at least a series or two to get some game legs back. This is a joke. This is a joke. 
They're panicking. They're panicking so hard, but they're trying to play it cool. And I'm very interested, Caleb and Zach, to watch this week's episode of Hard Knocks because I just want to see the sweat beads <laughs> roll down their face as they lie. They bold face lie to us. I can't wait. Well, okay. Now, now, Zach, here's the thing. Obviously, you know, with Dallas, they got the Dak situation, right? But then let's flip it for optimism. They decided as Hard Knocks has been reporting and as we've been seeing, you know, Mike McCarthy's like, hey, Zeke Elliott's in the best shape of his life. You know, they're, they're, they're talking about it like he, he's in top, top level. Now, Zach, you know, he's in a place where we don't know how much elite level gas he's got left in the tank. Okay. How, how much do you think he's got left? Do you think that he's got the ability to carry and be a legitimate option as a, you know, top five, top eight back in the league? Because I think if Dallas is going to do something, yes, Dak has to be a lead, but obviously they have to go to their fundamentals and that's a strong top five, top eight running game. He absolutely does. He absolutely has stuff left in the tank. There's no doubt about it. I, I watched Hard Knocks episode one. Zeke was looking good. It was looking good. It was it wasn't oh, some bullshit yeah. from McCarthy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It wasn't some bullshit from McCarthy that we're used to hearing. Uh but you know, it's he I I just think he absolutely does. He's still pretty young. I understand he had a rough year last year, but why was that? Because the line was absolutely destroyed. And the Cowboys have had a great line ever since Zeke came in the league. So now they're back healthy. The three main guys, Martin, Collins, and Smith, you know, they're back. So I don't see why he can't be a top five back. I would gladly draft him in fantasy. Gladly. Wow. Yeah, well, he didn't do anything wow. for me last year, so. <laughs> well, you know, and here's the, here's the thing. I mean, obviously the Zeke injury is a pro, you know. You know, he did get hurt last year. He he never fully got himself going. There was some fumble issues, right? There was a lot of concern just in the running game alone, which is making people be like, hey, like, where is he? Why isn't Tony Pollard, a guy that's shown a lot of promise, oh, getting my. more involved in the offense? Now, for, now to, to switch it up, though, here's the key, in my opinion, to switch it up, the Dallas Cowboys have clearly invested in their wide receiver group. And they've invested Bryce in a player – and C.D. Lamb that they felt like they couldn't miss out on. They couldn't miss out on. Can he make this step that everybody's hyping up? Can he be the guy that comes in and be like, look, I'm going to come in. I'm going to give you a good starting role. I'm going to give you a really nice season. I may touch a 1,000. Do you think C.D. Lamb can be an elite receiver or a very good receiver this season? How much of a step do you think he's going to make? Well, I think it's a big step because, I mean, here's what, you, here's what you can count on. You can count on Amari Cooper to be hurt and miss some games. And, in fact, he's hurt right now. So, I mean, there, there's no shock there. So, I think C.D. Lamb could eat very easily find himself in a wide receiver number one role very quickly in the season. So, no, that's no disrespect to Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's very yeah, good. Like it. No disrespect, but no, stay on the field, my it's guy. Stay on the field. Didn't see him in hard knocks, did we? No, we didn't. That was weird. That was weird. No, no, yeah, yeah. All we saw was CD Lamb. Hey, you know who else we didn't see, Zach? 
Michael up, Gallup. Michael up. Gallup. And guess, what the, guess what Gallup the Cowboys are doing? Guess what they're doing? Not extending his contract. So that tells you everything you need to <laughs> because know. Because they have Lamb. Yeah, guess they who have they have and Guess Cooper. who they extended instead? Cedric Wilson. So and you guys take joke. that as you will. Take that's that a as joke. You will. Well, it- and here, here's it. And and let's let's get into Cooper real quick, and then we'll get into the defense. You know, Zach. Obviously, there's a lot of hey, CD Lamb's going to be really hype. You know, he's going to take him up another notch. You know, but it does seem like there's a little bit of a you know, hey, you know, where does Cooper fall in this? What's the volume like? What's the target share like? What do, what do you think we're going to see from Amari this season? I mean, Dak obviously being back, like that's that's going to have to. I mean, that's oh, going to yeah. help him a oh, ton. God, I mean, yeah. he's a top. I mean, he is a top fifteen talent in the league, right at wide receiver. Yes. He's yeah. he's that good. Yeah. So Dak coming back, number one, that's going to help. Uh, number two, they don't have a tight end, so that's one <laughs> that's one threat they don't have to worry about. That Amari doesn't have to worry about getting targets. Uh, so it's it's going to be Lamb. It's going to be Cooper. But like Bryce said, Bryce's point, Cooper, he, he, he's, it's hard time staying on the field. He just yeah, does. He does. Yeah, he does. He just does. But when he is on the field, we know what he is. We saw it when he was with the Raiders. Yeah. Since he's been with the Cowboys, he's fucking good. Sometimes he's a top 10 receiver. <laughs> Sometimes he's top 10. Uh, Bryce, just shut up on Gallup. Just shut up. Gallup's good. <laughs> saying, I'm just saying. Gallup is fine. He's a, if he's your third option, you're doing pretty good. What? Okay, I'm not. Look, Gallup. Gallup is a good receiver, despite what Bryce says about him. He, he's a he's a productive sure. receiver sure. who's sure. being who's got two elite talents above sure. him. <laughs> I mean, it's sure. it's, 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 it's sure. It's, it's a yes. It's so embarrassing. Okay. It, you're you're being you're being okay. crazy, Bryce. Okay. But let's let's. I mean, do I need to defense. give you? I can give you his stats from last That's season fine. if, you, if you guys really want it. Uh yeah, oh, so 59 receptions, 843 yards, and five touchdowns. Sure, I guess. 843 yards playing with a number one and a, yeah, come on, another number one. Come on, that's a good. That's not even sure. a bad year. Sure, that's not even a bad year. 843 okay. yards, yeah, is bad according that's, to Bryce. That's unbelievable. Now yeah. let's now let's get into Bryce. What you were telling me before the show, you've got plenty of criticism for the Dallas Cowboys defense. You got plenty of criticism for the Cowboys defense. Rice, explain it to us. Why are you skeptical of the Dallas Cowboys defense this season? Well, because they just let they just let guys walk like they can afford to. Okay. Well, I, for one, Sean Lee needed to retire. Thank God. Yeah, the guy was yeah, probably going to die on the field if he didn't. Good career. Quit acting okay. like he Quit acting right. like he sucked. Put him in a home. I'm, I'm just saying. So Alden, Alden Smith uh, walks away, which he was very good. He was probably their best defensive lineman last year. Now, albeit he, he, he's got issues, legal issues again. Um, he did sign with Seattle. Seattle shocking. cut him because of those. Yeah, shocking. I know. But he was good for them. So that's a loss. OK, they let go of a woozy at the cornerback spot. Just let him walk. Let him walk. That's embarrassing, especially for a very young secondary. That's going to be not that great. This awful. Year. Okay? Be awful. And then you let Antoine Woods go a, a decent interior lineman who is now a Colt. Zach, he is oh, now yeah. a Colt. Oh, yeah, he is. And then you let Xavier Woods walk. OK, so now you let these guys walk. Now, I'll be it. OK, you, you, you go out and you draft Micah Parsons to replace Sean Lee, be that dog. And I think Micah Parsons is going to be really good. 
Uh, and it, and it's not me buying into the hard knocks hype. I think he's no, actually think legitimately going to be good. Yeah. Okay. He wants to, he, he plays hard every single play. He wants to play the game. He's coachable. Um, I think he's going to be a star in this league. And I'll tell you that linebacking core really needs it because that linebacking core was probably, I mean, arguably the best, but definitely top three in the league at one point uh, before, you know, the fall off with Jalen Smith and then Van Der Esch, who just seems like he's Sean Lee Jr. with the injuries. Yep. Um, I, I think it really comes down to Smith and Van Der Esch if they can stay healthy. If that linebacking, how good that linebacking core is going to be, but that secondary is god awful. Awful. Oh, it's god awful. I mean, so Trayvon Diggs, I have high hopes for him. I think he'll be better this season. He got burned a lot last year in his rookie season. Burned a lot. Let it breathe. Okay. Rocket scene. Burned. Hey, hey, I'll I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, who was breathing the wide receivers that he was covering. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. They were breathing just of, fine. Plenty of airspace. Now, now here's what I will say. They went, the, they signed, they did a lot of things at the safety position. They signed uh, uh Casey, who I think is solid. And then they took yeah. a chance on Malik Cooker, my guy, Malik Cooker. Okay. Yeah. He earned himself a contract. I hope he can stay healthy yeah. and maybe get a chance to get in there and play. He, he was, he was awesome for us before he got hurt. Awesome. Yeah, great ball skills. Yeah, so I I hope he can get in there and play. Uh, Dallas, they hey, they also signed Keanu Neal, who's been yeah. a solid player coming over from the Falcons, another Falcons defensive guy that they signed away, um, who I think can make an impact as well, really help some of the young guys. Because, I mean, Keanu Neal, I mean, he switched from – I mean, he's played safety. I think he played a little bit of corner, and now um, they have him listed at linebacker. So, yeah. He's got he's definitely got some versatility, somebody that can really help that defense. But oh man, this defense is gonna oh. get torched. Torched. I, well, I just don't understand the interior line. You didn't do anything with the you didn't do anything with this your second best pass rusher is Gregory. Zach, your second best pass rusher. Your second best pass rusher. I think Gregory's rusher is, fine, though. I think Gregory's no, you'll good. get him for three games. As a rotation. As yeah, a rotation. Totally, totally I don't like him as my else. No, I don't like him as the second best pass rusher on my team. I don't. I mean, the fact is that Gregory is a talented pass rusher, but the lack of overall, like you know, consistency with him is not there. Right? Dan Quinn basically abandoned fixing the defensive line. You know, I think Demarcus Lawrence is very good. Okay, but outside of that, they are screwed. They are completely and totally screwed. They don't have anybody else that can come in and rotate and be effective. Well, and Gallimore okay, they don't, is hurt now on the interior. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but. Right. They can't figure it out. This is a team that they can't figure it out on the defensive line. They're, and I think that's going to affect their linebackers. Bryce, I think that's why they didn't have a good season last year. If the defensive line isn't getting any penetration, right, then your linebackers are just having to get are swarming for pressure. It, it's just, it's not good. They're not, it's, they're putting the defense in a bad spot. The secondary included, it's, it's not very good, but Zach, I, I, I would not be doing the people that listen to this podcast and your analysis, uh, uh, any good. If I didn't talk about an offensive line, the Dallas Cowboys, I don't care what people say. I don't care. I don't care. They're still, you know, are they, you know, it seems like Tyron Smith is a legitimate 
tackle still. I don't care. He's he's like, he's got to have a freaking knee brace on his shoulder because he's so freaking huge. You know, they got, they got him. They got college. This is still a nasty offensive line, right? Zach? I mean, are you even, you know, obviously the depth is not what you want, but I mean, in terms of a starting, in terms of a starting offensive line, is this not still one of the best in the league? I mean, as long as they stay healthy, Martin Collins and Smith should be just fine as long as they stay healthy. Now, obviously, Smith has had troubles staying on the field. So has Collins. All of them, really. They've had trouble. Uh, But no, as long as they're healthy, they should be fine. The Cowboys, you know, before we get to this last question here, the Cowboys have the most talented team in this division, and I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close. Wow. I don't know. Uh, the most in the NFC East. I don't know. I'm going to push back on that, actually. I don't think it's close. You could maybe no, say No, I Washington. think it is close. No, it, it is close. Yeah, Washington. Well, we know it's sure as hell not the Eagles. But yes, <laughs> save I, it. Save it. Well, the, Dallas, the point is Dallas should win the division, in my opinion. And the offensive line has to be healthy if they're going to do it. Now... Uh, Bryce is our concluding of Dallas. We're trying to give about 10 minutes a little longer. Uh, we are trying to rake up some nominees for the Get the Sack Award. If Mike McCarthy underachieves in a way that is not too great, is he in line for a potential nomination for a Get the Sack Candidate Award? Is he is he a candidate for... Uh, for this, for being a nominee here, um, well, <laughs> if they don't if they don't work out, I feel like a lot of it would have to be on him. Well, you know, he was another frequent uh, visitor to the get the sack segment last season, yeah, so I will definitely say he he will be an honorable nominee for the get the sack award once again this season. And Caleb, we might even get to celebrate like we do no, when, when a coach gets the sack. Adam Gaze, no, <laughs> Matt Patricia. We celebrated. No, I'm not going to sit here and say, I want coaches to get fired. I'm just saying, you know, they may have to really give McCarthy the sack in order to figure out what's going on. McCarthy might be a bottom 10 head coach in the league. I mean, it's, it's very well possible. I mean, it's very well possible. I mean, here's the thing is, but you also have to have someone in line that's better. Okay. And as of right now, I don't see anyone that's going to be better. That's going to take that job. Kellen Moore. Stop. Just, and it's going to happen too. I know it. I I didn't, I really didn't want to say it. And Zach knows it too. Zach knows it's going to happen. One line in hard knocks. One line. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Because, because he's Jerry Jones's yes, man. Okay. That's what he is. Oh, (laughs) that is what he is. Caleb. It's exactly what I, it is. I, I get it. I just, I, you, you guys, look. I think McCarthy is not necessarily the the number one option moving forward for this franchise. They should be a contender, and if you don't, if they're not a contender, if they don't win their division, then you have to start questioning whether it's coaching that doesn't get them there. This team is too talented, as we mentioned, and you know, I, I agree with you, Zach. They're my favorite for the division. Hopefully, they can move forward and take it. Now, next up for me, Bryce, a team that I genuinely think I don't understand. This is complete. This is like hitting the panic button times a thousand. The New England Patriots absolutely hit the panic button. This is a team that basically decided to spend record money 
they decided to spend record money in free agency because Bill knows he's about to retire. He knows he's about to retire and he's going to want to pay his contracts. He wants to pay his contracts to John U. Smith, to Hunter Henry, to Jalen Mills, to, you know, players that are good players. But Bryce, let me tell you something. He did all this because he's panicked. He did it because he's panicked. He sees the Bills looking in and at a nice long road, the division titles. Miami making strong moves within their roster, having draft capital, the Jets showing some actual promise in their drafts. Bryce, do you think that the Patriots are pushing the panic button? Do you think they've already revealed themselves in the panic button category here? Actually, Caleb, I'm going to go against you on this one. I oh. don't think so. I oh. don't think so. And here's why. Here's what I see. Here's the trend that I see, Caleb. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> they have stacked this defense because they know that's the only way they're going to stay in games in this division. If they have an amazing defense, they Mental. keep it low scoring and they put up 17 points a game. They might be able to get some W's. Wow. Here's why. I, I mean, listen to this, okay? They they added Matt Judon, okay? They added Kyle Van Noy. It's big. Okay. They, they added Henry Adder, uh, Anderson. They added Jalen Mills, okay? They added Devon uh, Godshaw. They drafted Christian Bar- Barmore. They re-signed Dietrich Wise Jr., okay? The list goes on. The list goes on. They 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 re-signed Lawrence Guy. Okay, this defense is sick. It's so nasty. You have Guy and, and Anderson on the edge. You have uh, Godshaw in the middle at nose tackle. You have Judon. You have Bentley and Hightower and Van Noy in your linebacking core. They're lucky Raekwon McMillan got got hurt. Okay, if McMillan didn't get hurt, oh my goodness, oh. And, and not to mention their secondary, J.C. Jackson, solid player. Adrian Phillips at strong safety, Devin McCourty at free safety, and Stephon Gilmore, still one of the best corners in the game, okay? And then they have depth behind that. Jonathan Jones, Kyle Duggar, Jalen Mills. They have depth on this on yep. this defense. Sure. No, I don't think this is the panic button, Caleb. Now, the only, the only thing that I push the panic button on for the Patriots is that freaking offense. That freaking oh, offense yeah. let's, is a joke. Well, let's have let's have Zach join in the discussion. Oh. Zach, I got something for you. Mac Jones is there is uh, is potentially in line for the starting job, as well as Cam Newton for their quarterback position. The receivers, they've basically tried to trade Nikhil Harry, yet he's still on the team. They went out. They actually, you know, they they went out. They got Nelson Aguilar. A guy that Bryce really liked last year. I like Aguilar. Kendrick Bourne. They have addressed the tight end positions. Trent Brown on the offensive line. I mean, Zach, they are trying to commit here. Do you think that this is an offense that can even, you know, what what do you even think of the offense? It just seems like there's a lot of pieces, but is it actually going to work? Well, Trent Brown 
is the biggest move on this offense, and it's not even close. It's not even close. And, of course, it was reported when it happened, and it was never mentioned again because the national media doesn't understand or respect the trenches. But now, when you're talking about wide receivers on this team, who is the number one receiver? Uh, right now, it's Aguilar. It's, it's Aguilar. Yeah. It's Aguilar. And Eagles right. fans are happy to tell you, fuck that guy. They're very happy to tell you that. Hey, he very was happy. good for the Raiders last season. Sure he was. Oh, come sure. on. No, he, the, sure. Eagles, the Eagles will tell you different. Come on. Come on, Bryce. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Brian, Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is still on this team, if that tells you anything. James White is still on this team. I like James White, but... I do, too. I do come too. on. What are we doing? Yeah. Sony yeah. Michelle sucks. Uh... <laughs> Why do you need both Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith? I don't know. I don't get that. To block. To, to block, I guess. Johnny Gronkowski Smith. Hernandez, part two. Oh, great. Which one's going to be the killer? Which one's going to be the red zone threat? Look, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. All right? It's just... This offense is going to suck. And Their line suck. is awesome, though. Their the line, line is awesome. It is a good line. Shaq Mason, David Andrews, Isaiah Wynn. That's an awesome line. Yeah, it is. It's, it's good. It's good. It just they need to quit fucking around with the quarterback. It's Cam Newton. It's not Mac Jones. It's Cam Newton. All right. I'm not throwing. What have we learned with Alabama quarterbacks? What have we learned? They suck. They suck. They suck. So make it Cam Newton, please. Just do us all a favor. Quit messing around, Cam Newton. And let's and let's get into it. Bryce, from the defensive side, we'll flip it. We'll flip it back to offense here in a minute. When I'm looking at this overall team, I'm seeing what I'm, you know, I'm answering the questions about quarterback. Okay. I'm answering what they did in free agency. I'm seeing how they set up the roster. Okay. But I, you know, Stefan Gilmore was not happy at this team. Like literally like two months ago, like he was not happy. There was an idea that they might trade him. There's an idea they may move him. Bryce, what are you seeing from Gilmore here? Is he? Do you, do you think it's a level of just like, hey, like I, I'm, I was disappointed, but I see what we did. You know, we're trying to go get a, you know, a playoff spot, and so I'm going to commit. I mean, Bryce, what are you reading? What are you knowing about the Stefan Gilmore situation? It's, it, it seems like there's a lot out there. Gilmore, there hasn't been a ton said recently, but you know, at one point, this was a guy that said he wanted to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a money thing, right? I mean, he's defensive player of the uh, of the year, um, not too far removed from that. And I, I think it's just a it's just a contract thing. I think that's really what it is. I mean, is there still a chance that he gets moved? Yeah, because Belichick still still basically runs this team, so there's still a chance he gets moved. At the end of the day, you know, Stephon Gilmore, he's going to be there and he's going to ball out because he's still playing for something. So whether he's there or if he gets traded, um, you know, he, he's going to go out there and do his thing. I, I have no concerns about Gilmore. No, I mean, I don't think they should, but you know, I, I mean, I'm trying to keep him if I'm a Patriots fan. Shoot. I mean, he's, 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 you're going to need know, him. Yeah. You're going to need him because you know, Zach, I, I want to ask you this, you know, Stefan Gilmore is a cornerstone, but there ain't no, I mean, is there anybody on that offense that's a cornerstone for the Patriots right now? Like, I mean, are we like, I mean, they got no. a good offensive line, but like, I mean, if you're sitting there like day, like I want a Jersey of a player on offense, you stay away. Like, I mean, I, I'm not saying drafting, Don't off, waste I'm your not money. saying wearing an offensive line lineman's Jersey is bad, but like, 
They don't got a receiver that I'd want to go get a jersey of. I mean, no. Damian Harris, a future star, is <laughs> is Mac Jones worth the price of your jersey? No. Like, what is like if you're the Patriots? How are they? Like, this is a problem. They don't have. I don't think they have offensive cornerstones. Do you think this team has offensive cornerstones? No, not a single one. Not a single one. I mean, you got you got Shaq Mason and you've got Trent Brown, and that's it. Everybody else, that it's it's it sucks. It's it's barren. You got nothing. Maybe Damian Harris. Maybe. I may get Devin a Mac Jones jersey for Christmas. Uh, uh, sneak it into him as a secret Santa. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Absolute. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is probably the best chance for a legit New England star on offense no. because they don't they don't have think about it you know Cam Newton's not a short term answer they want to make Mac Jones the long term answer i don't think they know what they're doing at running back i really don't they have no Tony Michelle seems sketchy situation i kind of thought they would have maybe looked to field offers for James White honestly but they didn't Damian Harris like i think he's promising but like it doesn't seem like they're really committed to him like, I just don't know who I get excited about if I'm, you know, if I'm a fan, if I'm watching this game and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, I want to, you know, find a favorite player on my team offensively. You know, a guy that I know is awesome offensively. It's like, I mean, yeah, the offensive line's great, but it's like, hello, you know, let's start, let's start building some excitement. Okay. I mean, I think that's where they got to fix it. Uh, you know, and I, and, and we talked about the offensive line earlier. It's a dominant offensive line. They added Trent Brown. You know, I think this is a team that can compete, but I really don't know if I have this team. I think I have them finishing third in my in my standings in my projection previews. I think they're third this year. Absolutely. I think it's embarrassing for the Patriots, considering all the money that they paid, considering all of what they're trying to do. The fact that they're third place is a downright joke. Lock them in at third. Lock them in. Wow! 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 Okay. Wow. Uh, we'll we'll get into we'll get into that. Uh, you know, as we move forward in the division, but let's get into the New York Giants, <laughs> the New York Football Giants, the team in the NFC East with plenty of attention all over them. But there's one guy in particular uh... that I feel like that that I feel like has to get mentioned that may take us the entire time. But I'm really hoping it doesn't because the fact is we really can't afford it. <laughs> Daniel Jones is their quarterback this season. Zach, what is your opinion of Daniel Jones? This could be a horrible question for me to ask, but Zach, what are you thinking about Daniel Jones and the New York football giants offensively? Well, the question you have on here is Daniel Jones. Is he the guy? And I will answer that with a question. Did Batman save Rachel? Oh, come on. No, You're wrong didn't. for that one. No, he didn't. No. <laughs> so the answer is no. He's not the guy. Missed me on Jones. Almost missed me on this whole team. Almost. It's oh. I don't I don't think it's great. I don't think it's great. Daniel Jones has had flashes. I think he's a better dual threat quarterback than people give him credit for. Uh Obviously, it worked out that they didn't draft Haskins instead of him because Haskins, uh, you know, didn't work out. Sorry, Bryce, but uh, Haskins is fine. <laughs> He's right. he'll he'll bounce back. He's okay. fine. Okay. He quit. Get you are you are you need to absolutely get a room and watch. Like He's fine. No kidding. You need to watch like Days of Our Lives and cry. Because Dwayne Haskins is not going to live up for you. He's not going to do what you need him to do, Bryce. 
you need to get over this. Enjoy he'll be, some okay, soul. he'll be the Steelers quarterback oh, next year. Oh, my God. oh, okay. All right, all right. Okay, but go well, ahead. Go ahead, Zach. That's that's all I have to say on Daniel Jones. I don't think he's the guy. I think he's on a I think he's on a clock, quite frankly. He'll get a contract from the Giants. Uh just because he hasn't been so bad that they can't re-sign him. Unless the only way he doesn't is if you know, they just suck this year and then whoever the next great quarterback is in next year's draft, they're in a position to pick him. I think that's the only way they don't re-sign Daniel Jones. But here's the thing, Zach. Here's the thing. Well, everybody's talking about Daniel Jones, and then and then at the same breath, they're saying Saquon Barkley. They're saying Saquon Barkley is having no. a make or break it season. No, I mean, what dumb. are we doing, that's Bryce? Joke. That is a that's, joke. What are we doing? That's a joke. That's Bryce, not take even it, Bryce. fair. Take Bryce, it, Bryce. And I that's get that joke. you hate us. Bryce and I get the fact that you might hate his college, but you recognize the overall player that this guy no, plays for. He's no. a beast. He's a game breaker. And, and the fact that he's coming off an injury of this magnitude, it's a joke that people, if people are saying that, that <sighs> media sucks. Barkley this year, got to see it. Yep, media sucks. And this is foolish. This is completely <laughs> foolish. <laughs> I, yeah, Saquon Bar- Barkley is the brightest spot on this offense. Not even close. Hey. Yeah. Right. It's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, it's just absurd. That he is the franchise. Yeah, he is the guy. He is, you know, we talked about the Patriots not having a guy that you go get a jersey of offensively. Like, I mean, everybody in New York, when you go to a Giants game, oh, where's my Barkley jersey? Oh, where's my Barkley jersey? Yes. You know, oh, like, absolutely. It's not a bad thing. It's like there's just a level of commitment they clearly have for this guy. And, you know, and here's the thing. Like, I think he, I understand the injuries have been a bummer for him, but like, he's still a top, he's a top five level back. Right. And I think the Giants are going to have a great, I think, I think he's going to figure out his groove. He did it when there was no offensive line and he still put up high numbers. There's no reason that that won't happen again. Every, and you know what else I'm sick and tired of? I'm sick and tired of everybody concerned about the injury. I'm sick and tired of it. Running backs can get injured all the time. Okay, I'm, it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. Okay, but I'm not going to sit here and penalize a top five talent for one injury. I, he has shown me that he can do it. He's shown me that he can do it with bad offensive lines. There's no reason he can't do it again. Now, the part that has to be crucial for them is they also use significant draft capital and big-time cash to go fix the wide receivers, Zach. They went out. They, they spin out. They got Kadarius Toney in the draft. They paid Hello, Kenny Galladay well. a crap ton of money. Tony. You know, I actually wrote it. I wrote it like this because I really honestly think like it, this could be true. Does it even matter that they did it? Like, is it even going to matter? Could, you know, like, can they really impact this team enough to where it's justifiable given where they picked them? Can the Giants even involve them enough? And can they have success in the passing game? Or is Daniel Jones going to make them not that good? Because Kenny Galladay is a good receiver. Now, I mean, he was injured. He's been battling through injuries the last couple of years, but I think he's a very good receiver. And, you know, I understand a lot of people thinking that Tony wasn't necessarily a great pick given where they drafted him, but he's talented. They got Shepard. They got Slayton. Exactly. This team should be able to get the passing game going, right? But does it even matter? Well, they won't. They won't. And you want to know why? Why? 
You want to know why? Why won't they get him going? Mr. Garrett. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mr. Jason Garrett. That is why they will not get it done. Galladay, of course he can help. Of course he can help. It's Kenny Galladay. It's a Pro Bowl level receiver. We've seen it before. Uh, But you're not playing with Matt Stafford anymore. You're playing with Daniel Jones, who is called Danny Dimes for reasons I have yet to understand. But uh, here is a guy in the passing game. Uh, if you want that very loose term for this guy, he's in the passing <laughs> okay. game. Okay. Uh, would you like proof the Pro Bowl is a joke? Would you like yeah, proof? Go ahead. I already know where this is going. Evan Ingram. Uh, yeah. Or as I like to call him, the walking non-factor made the Pro Bowl last year. Evan Ingram made the Pro Bowl. Would you like to know uh, what Evan Ingram did last year? Uh, he, he had one touchdown. He had one touchdown last year. One. One. And here's here's the thing. Evan Ingram had a big rookie season, right? 700 yards, six touchdowns. Would you like to know how many touchdowns he's had in the three seasons since his rookie year? Probably four. Seven. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Seven. God, this guy sucks. He sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm out on him. Hey, hey, Zach. Zach, here's a question for you. Ebron or Ingram? Oh, pick one. Oh, God. Uh, Ebron, because at least I know he'll get some touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> wow. At least, at least I know he'll get some touchdowns. Look, this guy sucks. Wow. He can't block. I, I don't know what they – I don't know what – They did pick up Kyle Rudolph. They did pick up Rudolph. Yeah, I'd rather have washed Kyle Rudolph than they are, Evan they Ingram. They pick up Rudolph. Now maybe I'm if just he, and I don't even think he's one of those guys, hey, put him in a different system, maybe it works. No, I think he's I think he just sucks. I think he just sucks. Now you know what you know what made me so angry about Evan Ingram last year? And and this probably wasn't his so fault. The one touchdown? No. The fact that they were running him on jet sweeps. Yes, that was it. That's what I'm so, talking about. So stupid. Uh, they, they, yeah, that was kind so of so stupid, man. <laughs> Just shut up. Just oh stop. my Garrett. gosh, man. I here's the other factor of this for me, Zach, and I and Bryce. I'll get to you to talk about the defense, but I gotta. I mean, let's talk about this offensive line. Let's talk about the offensive line of the New York Giants. Andrew Thomas, high pick. Top five pick. Now, can there be an argument, Zach, that it was his first year and there's nobody around him? So it took him a while? Yeah. Yeah. He could be a really nice tackle for them. They clearly hope he is. But Bryce. And they really hope he is. Where is the off? Why are they not investing in this offensive line? Well, they, they, they had an opportunity. Okay, but they let him walk. They let Kevin Zeitler walk, and they let Cameron Fleming walk. <laughs> you know, but 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 they did re-sign Nate Solder. Okay, still solid, but but currently not on the depth on the current I, depth chart, not starting because yeah, they have Andrew Thomas and Matt Perkins. Man, yeah, right. he's not that. So yeah. now here's what I, I. So the Giants are are more so going with a younger offensive line. Okay, obviously that shows Absolutely. with and Andrew Thomas. And Matt Pert, who I think Matt Pert is, he was a steal where he was taken. I think he, yeah, he's really he's, good he's value good. for where he yeah, was. Yeah, and then I Will agree. Hernandez is getting better. I agree. Um, Shane Lemieux has been solid. 
Um, Nick Gates, I don't know a whole lot about Nick Gates. Um, you know, I mean, centers for the most part are fine. I mean, you can find centers, yeah, a solid center. Well, the, the center so. just needs to, Daniel Jones just has, you just got to trust him. Yeah, absolutely. Him. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, do I think it's, it's atrocious? No. Do I think it's really, really good? No. I think it's definitely a work in progress. That's fair. Okay. I don't hate that. Now, here, here's the thing with this team that I feel like is going to make them a team that, in my opinion, might actually win the division. I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but uh, like their defense is really, really good. Like, I think their defense is really, really, really good. I'm they they did a lot. Linebackers, they man. did they did a lot to the interior line. It's a nasty defensive line. The secondary is really, really good. Like, it's really, really good. I would yeah, not shock me if this defense just comes out and puts on a party. Like, they are, they have got a lot of real, legitimate talent. And I get it. I get it that, you know, they they didn't necessarily invest in linebacker. They tried with Ojolari, but, I mean, Bryce, I don't know if it, it it's going to fix the issues. He's talented, but I don't know if it's going to fix the issues. Zach... Where where are you at with this defense? Like, if this defense is on, like, what do you see them as? I think they could be very, very good. Like, I'm talking, like, you know, top 10, top 8 good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I just don't know. I just think the offense, you know, with, with the line, uh, with the quarterback, with the play calling. Right. I just don't know. If it's good enough to win the division, now maybe if it turns out to be like last year and you can, you know, win three games and get in the playoffs in this division, but sure. Uh, I mean, you read off some of those names. You look at the defensive backs. You got Brad right. You have McKinney. You have Logan Ryan. Very, very good guy. Quincy Williams or Quincy Wilson, a former Colt who did former nothing. Colt baby. <laughs> Jabril uh, Peppers, man. Well, Peppers? and they they signed at, uh, Adoree, Adoree Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, they signed. Yeah. Him. And they have Darnay Holmes, who they drafted last year, who's going to get better. Right. Now, and just, you know, for me, unfortunately, I don't trust teams who rely so much on their defense uh, and their offense. That's fair. Can't really do anything. I think they'll be good enough to get to like six or seven wins just in their defense. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, and that's saying a lot. That says a lot about a defense. It is. I agree. It is. I just don't think the offense is quite there yet and then you know, the quarterback situation you know when your backup is Mike Glennon you know, that, that tells you everything you need to know so yeah yeah I mean the Giants certainly have a lot of talent in there right but it really all comes down to this is a season where you have to see some optimism for Daniel Jones consistency is crucial you have to throw more touchdowns than you do interceptions. You have to be able to just be a smart NFL quarterback. Wait, I don't wait, need. Wait. You didn't talk about the John Ross uh, signing. <laughs> no, I don't know. Look, the Giants. The Giants are banking on this. They're really needing Jones to be good. Like, I agree that if they suck, you obviously know like where they're gonna go. But hello. Like, this is a good roster. I don't think they just – I think they compete, like, against bad teams with bad offenses. Like, can't their defense win them games? Yeah, probably. The Giants' defense can win games. But their offense, I just can't buy. I can't buy Daniel Jones. I like Barkley, but 
I don't know. We'll see where it goes. This is a fascinating team to keep our eye on. Uh, next up, uh, let's go the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, a team that, you know, did a lot. Uh, spent some money, went out, nailed, you know, got Jalen Waddell, their number one, their number one guy from, you know, for the front office, the guy everybody in the front office wanted. They went out, they got, they got Gat, they got Gaskin, a running back coming off a nice end of the season. They got a nasty defense. They got a great coach. But everybody's going to point to this one flaw, and that's quarterback. Is two attack? It's not even, I don't even know if it's a flaw. It's just like, what do you? How do you much do you believe in him, Bryce? Like this is the guy that dominated college football for Alabama. He put on a show. He gets to the NFL, and it looks like he's lost. Fitzpatrick's taking his job when the game's on the line. Not to mention that I still don't think they believe in him because they went out and paid money to get Brissett, who, by the way, is a elite backup quarterback. I think that's a legitimate thing to say. You don't pay that type of money just for a garbage backup quarterback. You're saying, well, he actually might get playing time and Tua sucks. Like, do you believe that Tua can just get better? You know, like, can the Waddle edition help them? Can Will Fuller give them what they need after he gets off his suspension? Can Gesicki give them consistency at tight end? I They've got pieces I like, but it really depends on the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it absolutely does. I mean, they they kept a leash on Tua for whatever reason. Right. They really didn't let him air it out or, or show what he can do. True. Is he 100% coming off that injury? I don't know. Maybe that factored into it. I, I just really want to see Tua get back to what he looked like in college, and, and maybe he'll never get back to it. I don't know, but that – uh, Caleb, if you want to talk about make or break seasons, I know this might be weird to say, but this is it. This, this we're going to find out if if Tua can play this season. I don't hate we're going to find out really quick. So, I think he, he, it's either put up or I shut agree. up. I mean, they they have put together they've they have assembled a receiving core that could arguably be one of the best in the league. You have Devontae Parker, who is great. You have Will Fuller, who you signed, who's been, who's suspended for the first couple games of the season. And then you go out and you draft Jalen Waddle. You have Mike Gesicki at tight end, not to mention you have massive depth at the wide receiver position. Albert Wilson, Preston Williams, Jakeem Grant, uh, Lynn Bowden, Jr. Mac Hollins, Alan Hearns when, when he's healthy you have so much depth on this team, not to mention you have solid running backs around you. Miles Gaskin, Malcolm Brown. Yeah. This is put up or shut up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really yeah, is. It really I mean, is. The only, the only knock that I can say is that this offensive line might suck. And you know what? Honestly, they did, they did it to themselves. They did Absolutely it to themselves. Absolutely. Right? I mean, they lost Eric Flowers. They, they lost uh, Ted Karras. And they took a chance on that Isaiah Wilson kid from Tennessee that didn't pan out. <laughs> so now they have no left tackle. Uh, they, they drafted uh, Eichenberg out of Notre Dame. Who yeah, I Eichenberg. Love. yeah, you I feel love. like Eichenberg. Yeah, you feel like Eichenberg. And now right now, I mean, they, so they signed Matt Skura from, from, the, from, uh, from the Ravens. Senator yeah. Matt Skura. Okay. Right now they currently have him listed second on the depth chart. <laughs> if he's second on the depth chart, that's a joke. Okay, it's not like he's old. He's 28 years old. But if he's not playing at a high enough level. You're telling me Michael Dieter 
Who's Michael Dieter? I don't even know who that is. I'm just saying. Like, the Dolphins have not got any third-round pick from 2019 out of Wisconsin. (laughs) If they can't get production from Skura, that that ain't good. Like, the Dolphins really are trying to still find their offensive line. They have screwed themselves royally. They have made... <laughs> they have made a few moves that ha- that just leave your head or leave you scratching your head. You just, I, I, I don't understand it. It's like you know, what? I really don't understand it. You, you let go of Van Noy, you let Carl Lawson walk, you let Eric Flowers go. Well, and, sure. And then, sure, Bobby well, I mean, McCain go. Let's, and, and that's, I mean, they lost a lot of pieces. Now, well, granted, Bryce, they were able Bryce. to get some back, but. Zach, go ahead. Bryce, why would you pick a generational talent on the offensive line in the draft when you can pick a receiver as a Oh, yeah, you're right. Sewell sucks. Sewell sucks. Yeah. Go go with the go with the Alabama receiver. Because because the skinny fast ones always work out. Yeah. Especially when they haven't played in a year, right? Yeah, good one. Yeah, the skin yeah. Uh, I E C Henry Ruggs the third. <laughs> that was we'll Detroit Lions. Doing. The Detroit Lions sending thank you notes every day to the Bengals and the Dolphins. Now, Dolphins now the the shots. thing with the now the thing with the Dolphins that I think we have to talk about is they went out and while we have skepticism about their play, we mentioned the positivity of their offense. But let's get into their defense because I'm telling you, they have a very solid defense. Yeah, like do. this is a really good defense built very well. Shockingly, by, after by, they let go by, a bunch of guys, and they they found a way, Zach, to keep Howard. Yeah. They 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 were able to make that happen. You still got Byron Jones. That's one of the best one-two punches in the league at corner. They've got really good. They got good secondary depth with those guys. They go out. You get guys like Baker, who Bryce, I know you love. But you yep. know I'm a big fan. You know I'm a big fan of what he can bring. Right, baby. I think he's an underappreciated linebacker. Yes, he team. is. Now, the thing with the Dolphins is they've that's what they're going to rely on this year. Flores is a defensive mind. They're needing the defensive mind of Flores to lead them into the playoffs. Now, Zach, you know, there were some interesting things that you had pre-show about the Dolphins. You were very clear about how you felt about this team. Now, defensively, I don't know how you feel, but I know you definitely felt that they wouldn't get to this point. Explain that to the, to the listeners here. Defense is great. Yeah. Defense is very good. You can make a case that's the best, you know, defensive back duo in the NFL. Really, I agree. You really could. You yeah. really could make the case. Yep. Yeah. And I love Flores. Flores has come in there. He took over for Adam Gase, who, you know, is no easy task. Sure. Adam Gase usually leaves a fire in his wake. Always does. Right. But... I love the guy. I love the guy. Sure. And, your, and your question on here. Well, first off, why why am I out on the Dolphins? The quarterback is number one. I don't hate Tua. I think he's. I think he could be good. I think he could be good. And wow. I think okay. wow. once upon a time he was worth tanking for. I think he was. He was. I now. You know, you've pissed away your offensive line <laughs> that you don't need, just because he played with Tua once. <laughs> I, 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 and, and and the Bengals did the same thing. They pissed away an offensive line <laughs> to pick a receiver who played with their quarterback because whatever, whatever. But we don't care about torn ACLs and broken oh hips. God. No, no. Green's going to look really good on that new Bengals uniform. But mm-hmm. I just, I'm not, if they make the playoffs, which I think is a possibility, especially with the new format that we saw last year. That's true. And they still almost made it anyway. 
They still almost made it. Yeah, they did. If they make it. It's gonna be because of the. It's gonna be because of the defense. It's gonna be because of the defense. Yeah, I hundred percent so, agree. You know, maybe we see uh, Brissett bail him out like Fitzpatrick did last year. I seriously maybe think we that's see gonna that. I really believe Jacoby Brissett could play and start in like three or four games. And not only did you piss away a chance, yeah, I could see it. Maybe more. Yeah. Not only did you piss away an opportunity to make your line instantly better and draft an all-pro, what seems to be a shoe-in all-pro, Pro Pro Bowl lineman, uh, your guy has a busted hip. Not busted anymore, but it was. And your solution is like, well, we'll take this receiver who hasn't played in a year. We'll do, we'll do it. We'll do it. It's really risky what they did with Waddle, man. Like, I just, it's insane they did it. I was kind of shocked they picked him that high, Bryce. You and I were talking about it. I mean, oh, they I mean really, we were live reacting to to the draft. I mean, we yeah. were all sitting there, you know, on on a Zoom, and we're sure, just unbelievable. Yeah. It was well, it was insane. We could believe we could believe the Bengals passed on Sewell because they're schmucks, but I thought the Dolphins might actually take him. Yeah, it looked like a wise franchise. Yeah, no. When it turns out no. It turns out no. Well, yeah. And you know, this is a team in Miami that, you know, they do have those playoff aspirations. They barely missed it last year. But Bryce, here's the thing, right? I mean, we talked about it. They've got we've talked about their offensive issues. We've talked about but like what is a successful season for the Miami Dolphins? Like, is it getting in the wild card? Is it being like a couple games off of the bit? Like, I just like, here's the thing. Like, I think they're overwhelmingly better. It's like if you separated the division in tiers, Buffalo is like way above. They're like super, super high first tier. Mm. Little drop Miami. Then I think there's a gigantic drop, like gigantic. Like I'm talking massive between the you know the Dolphins and then the Patriots and the Jets, like it's just so massive to me, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they could go four and zero just there alone. Maybe split against the Bills. Like the hard part for me is like I think because the Patriots and the Jets aren't going to be that good this year means there's going to be a huge opportunity for Miami to go four and zero against two teams in the division. They'll probably split against Buffalo because they're so competitive. But if they figure out the quarterback situation enough. If Brissett comes in, maybe, you know, Tua doesn't have a great year. Brissett comes and steps up. I think Jacoby Brissett can lead that team to the playoffs. Like, I think they're that well roster constructed. Like, am I crazy to still think that this team should have optimism to make the playoffs, even if Tua isn't your guy? No, I think they can definitely be a wild card team. Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, it does come down to that quarterback play. I mean, that that is what this league is built on. And it's not – and they're like, oh, well, you were just you were just hating on the Dolphins and the Bengals for not taking offensive linemen and, and drafting wide receivers, which would help the quarterback, right? No, not necessarily. Not when you are not when your teams like the Bengals and Dolphins that already have solid receivers. Sure. Uh, you don't need to go out and draft another one because your quarterback played with them in college. Like Zach said, no, uh, the offensive line is just as important, especially if you want to make it to playoff football and compete in playoff right. football. Right. Right. It's right. not it's not like the you know, I take take my Colts, for example. OK, sure. it's not like we got blown out by Buffalo. Anyone know why? Because we were able to run the football in the playoffs. 
and we're going to be able to do it again because we have an awesome offensive line. So this offensive line for the Dolphins isn't going to carry them very far, even if they make the playoffs. So, well, yeah, Gaskin's going to have to be very creative in how he gets his yardage. That's for sure. I think Malcolm Brown's going to help. I think Malcolm Brown had a really good season for the Rams. So I think that's I think that's a solid pickup. It was a solid pickup. A good goal line punch. I I think they can make. I think they'll absolutely contend uh, for a playoff spot. But it's just going to come down, man. I just want to see this quarterback situation. I just want to see it play out. Like, I just want to see it. Like, is two of the guy or not? That's the question that Miami should be looking for. Is he the guy? Right. If he's not the guy, he's not the guy. And move on. But, if he, if, but, you know, here's the thing. Even if he's not the guy, you probably have a good enough team to where you're not going to be able to get a super high draft pick. So I just, I'm just so curious with this team. This team very much fascinates me. Next up, the Philadelphia Eagles, oh, a boy. team who goes in and hires Nick Sirianni, oh. a name and a name you both are very familiar with. And let's just start right there. Zach, I could tell you were drooling over Nick Sirianni leaving. You were just like, oh, man, Nick Sirianni. You're just, I can't believe he left. Zach, I mean, you, you, you of all people, like, I mean, you know, like, wasn't Sirianni the innovator of this offense? I mean, was it, wasn't he the guy for them? Like, 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 I mean, come on, Zach, like, that's a great hire, right? Uh, you know, actually, he wasn't that guy. Actually, he, really? he didn't, actually, you're he not that guy. He didn't call oh, any plays. Okay. Yeah, you're not that guy, pal. Okay. Now, okay. Your question on the dock is, what will he bring? I have a simple, one-word answer. Sure. Uh, n- nothing. He will bring nothing. Oh I think God. it's a downgrade from Doug Peterson. Oh uh, my! Oh. You think it's a downgrade from Doug uh, Peterson? Not only that, I think it's a significant downgrade. This guy wasn't calling plays. I mean, what? <laughs> what was he doing? What was he doing? Oh, and you know what's a joke? You know it's even more of a joke. Okay, okay. I don't know if you saw where he just like refuses to name Jalen Hurts the starting quarterback. Yeah, I have. Uh, okay, I okay. Have. Did you did you see the report? Uh, probably about two hours ago. Yeah, the the players love him. The pl- the players uh, undeniably, <laughs> I believe the word was undeniably, believe that Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback. What a joke. That is a joke. What a joke. I know Philly media is going to wreck him. Well, you got Flacco backup. And Nick Mullins. Don't forget about Nick Mullins. Sorry. Yeah, good point. I mean, I do think Hurts should be their guy. And that kind of leads me into my next question. Like, I just don't understand, like, why they're not committing. And so that leads me to think maybe I'm overreacting. Bryce, like, would you commit to him? Like, are you... I mean, I understand his sample you size don't have is super a choice. small, but like he should be the starter, right? You don't like have a coach. choice. Right, right. I agree. There is no choice. Okay. He's got experience. You really don't want Joe Flacco as your starting quarterback in 2021. Nick Mullins. Hell no. Nick Mullins is hit or miss. Okay. He's had good games. He's had really bad games. You have no choice but to make Jalen Hurts the quarterback. I, I, I don't, like I don't see what else you're going to do. I like Hurts. Like, I think his court. Now, here's the thing. They've got to design that offense. I don't see it, Caleb. I, I know what you're trying to say. Just I just use don't use Carson see it. Wentz's schemes with Hurts. I don't, He's not but the, I just don't, I don't see it. I, I don't see him being well, a sustainable quarterback. I just don't. Well, here's an idea for you. I'd here's be more than happy to be wrong, though. Maybe Philadelphia can find a receiver that can get more than 538 yards in the season. Well, apparently Devontae Smith <laughs> is supposed to be the guy, but, but Caleb... 
I, I'm not hearing the buzz about Devontae Smith. You know who I'm hearing the buzz about? Oh, here we go again. Quez Watkins. Yeah, okay. I did not think you were going there. I thought you were going Jalen Rager or something. I no, agree with you on no. <laughs> Quez Watkins seems to be uh, the guy. Why can't no, you go with a, guy, a, a, a wide receiving core of Fulgham, Watkins, and, and Devontae Smith? Why did you re-sign Fulgham. Greg Ward? He was a quarterback in college. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else is a joke? You know what else is a joke? The What's fact that joke? they won't they won't let Zach Ertz just come to the Colts already. It's a joke. No, you, okay. you have been no, dreaming. They, they, overvalue, no, they, have been, they, they are they overvaluing like- Zach Ertz, and they know it, and, and they're just they're just being mean about it. You are, about tr- it. you are about trying to throw up. Okay, look. Yeah, they, they re-signed Richard Rodgers. So that should tell you right there all you need to know. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing with this team that I think they have to talk about with Hurts. Obviously, the passing, right? They have nobody passing the ball. But here's the thing that honestly like, doesn't get talked about enough that really should, Zach. They don't commit to Miles Sanders, man. They just want to use no. Boston Scott. They well, want to use pieces like Johnson. that. Carry on Johnson instead of giving Miles Kenneth Sanders Daniel. the Hulk of the carries. Well, what do you do? Like, he is a good running back that they're not committing to. Why are they not committing to him? He, he could be a top 15, 13 back in the league if he got consistent volume. But this team doesn't seem to ever give him the massive volume. Is it actually going to happen, though, Zach, this year? Is it actually going to work out for them? Well, it needs to fucking happen because this guy – has all the talent to be the number one option. We saw it last year. We saw I it. I remember a Steelers I game. Agree. He broke off like an 80-yard run. And I was like, and oh, then they gave good. it to Boston Scott the next the next drive. And I'm like, what? what? Why? Yeah, why? Remember, yeah. guys, when I said LaShawn McCoy's name would come up again? Mm-hmm. Well, here you go. Oh, they have not had a legitimate number one running back since LaShawn McCoy. They have I find it. I find that unfair because I think Sanders would be if they actually gave him the ball. That's what I'm saying. Quite okay, okay, I see, bullshit. Saying. I see what you're saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of the committee anyway, but what they're doing is just like what it doesn't make a lot of what, sense. I, like when they when yeah. they won the Super Bowl, they had Blunt and they had Ajayi and they had uh, Clement. I agree because Clement locked uh, just locked this season. It it season. doesn't. It doesn't right. make a lot of sense that they just aren't giving him the bulk of the carries. I, I mean, he My, he is a really good Miles player. Miles Sanders can do both things. Yes. He can pass. He can catch. He can pass. Block, he can run inside. He can run outside. Just just let him be the man that he is. Now, I mean, obviously, we talked about the wideouts. We have a lot of questions there, so I don't want to repeat that. But let's, So let's get into the defense. In my caps for this, in my preps for this, I just said older and older and older the Philadelphia Eagles have done nothing to, to, to give them youth exciting youth it is a shame that one of the greatest defensive tackles that the three of us will ever see gentlemen has to deal with a secondary that I guarantee you, you can't name me a guy on in their corner their corners are atrocious oh Slay and Nelson now, miss me on here's the thing. Miss me on their secondary well, depth. I miss me like- on their safe miss me on their safety depth. 
the Eagles are, are in a legit problem if they're going to rely on oh, Darius okay. Slay on press coverage because they can't get pass rush. Oh, okay, okay. Look, their depth does suck, but it sucks. Slay and they signed Anthony Harris uh, for free safety from the Vikings. I, I think like they have actually, a solid one. True, they just have no true. depth. You're right. They it's have true. no depth. I forgot but, about Anthony Harris. That's a good I, one. Their their linebacking core is suspect. Alex Singleton is a dog, and they re-signed him. So I'm down with Alex Singleton. Fletcher Cox is old. Brandon Graham is old. They you need to get a room Graham. with Alex Singleton. You need to get a room. I will. He was bowling okay. last I year. I just think you do. I'll book it he for you. Let's go, sixth, let's go uh, sixth floor. Uh, let's oh. go sixth floor half today. You don't, you don't, you didn't watch the Eagles then. You didn't watch football. No, no, you I didn't. just think you're no. a little high at it. No, all. you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't watch. No. You oh, didn't watch. They were on my primetime screen every other game. No, you didn't watch the game. Now, you granted, I did turn it off. I did turn it off when Carson Wentz was on the field last year. I did turn of it off. Of course you did. And guess what? You're not going to be turned off the, film, the the TV when Carson Wentz plays week one, Continue. Caleb. Okay, week move on. One. <laughs> okay, move on. Move on. Let's talk about the defense, Well, please. Caleb, you know what they did to get younger? They signed Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, brilliant move. Brilliant <laughs> move. And, oh, and they got Hassan Ridgeway, former Colt. Oh, great. It, great. Like, so that works out. But let's, let's talk about it with Fletcher Cox. He is the best. Could I... Can I? Can we say he's the best player on this team? Like, yes, is that, he it, is. Okay, he is. best player on this team. If he's the best player on this team. I mean, it's not. Lane they have Johnson. nothing. They hardly have anything <laughs> around him. Like, is he? Like, card or no card? For Lane I mean, Johnson. the problem is they don't have the ability to move off of him. But it's like, if I'm the Eagles, I really just want to replenish my team and just get out of that Super Bowl era. They're they're hanging on to it, man. Here's my it's here's like, my prediction. Here's my prediction. Fletcher Cox see, gets traded at the deadline. Well, well, maybe. But it's like Jeffrey Laurie. Here's what I picture Jeffrey Laurie as right now when he's making these moves. Schmuck. Like, you know how like <laughs> like you guys like like um uh what do you call it? Uh like dumb dumb so, uh, uh suckers, like those little yeah. suckers that you get like yeah. at the bank or whatever. Like, yep. okay, I picture Jeffrey Laurie like getting one of those like somewhere and then just like, you know. Sitting there, sucking on it, really good, and then it's like it's like barely there. It's like the last of it's there, and you're trying to hold on to it for dear life, hoping that I can still get the flavor, and hoping that I can still get the great part of a sucker, and then it disappears on you. You don't know what happens. The Philadelphia Eagles feel like that to me. They feel like that to me. It's like they can't get out of this. They want to stay this direction but they're not really willing to move off, I think, other pieces. I understand dead money with Carson Wentz is a lot. I get that. If you look at the contracts, that is a lot for them. But, like, the Eagles really need to move forward. And they need to move forward by letting Miles Sanders be the best player on their offense with nobody else trying to get in his way. And they need a receiver who can get more than 500 yards. Like, it's just that simple. It's, it's The Eagles, to me, just need to show improvement. And actually commit to Jalen Hurts if they think he's the real deal, which I actually think he could be a starter if he was actually given the chance. And, you know, maybe Sirianni's actually a good coach. I doubt it, though. Next up, let's go to the uh, the New York football Jets. The New York football Jets in the AFC East, a team that is just, let's just face it, they are absolutely going through transition. This team has no business going for a playoff spot. Once That's not again. what they're doing. This is a team with a new coach and a new quarterback. Let's start off with the Once new again. coach. Bryce, from my understanding, you really like Salah. You think Salah is a nice piece. You think Salah can coach. Do you think that he's going to be able to bring in the Jets 
to a, uh, I mean, phrase like a team that's like, you know, like respectable. Caleb. Yes. I've talked myself into the Jets. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I've at least talked myself into their offense. Uh, but okay, I, uh, before we talk get to that. It. No, 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 no. Talk about it. Why? What have you? Why have you talked yourself into this? I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. What? I don't know, man. I'm just, <laughs> I, dude, hear me out for a minute, okay? Okay. Wow. okay. I'm looking at this offensive line. Wow. I'm looking at this okay. offensive line, and I'm right. looking at their running backs. Okay, just uh-huh. go with me on here. Okay. All right. You have Makai Becton yeah. at left tackle. He's very good. Okay. Very good. You drafted Elijah Vera Tucker, and if he ends up sucking, you signed Dan Feeney. Who's been solid in the league for years? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Connor McGovern at center, he's solid. Greg Van Roten's been good at right guard for a while. And then at right tackle, you signed Morgan Moses. Okay, yeah. but you have George Fant right now with said number one at the Yeah. I kind of like this offensive line, Zach. It's really not horrible. Oh, it's a good and, offensive and you know what? Line. And you know what? Let, let me talk running backs here real quick. Okay. Okay. Tevin Coleman is looking for a bounce back here. Okay. He he he's listed number one on the depth chart. Then they drafted Michael Carter out of UNC. I really like that. Okay, who I who I think is very intriguing as a backup back. I agree. Who, who could definitely get some touches this year. Absolutely. And again, I don't hate their wide receiving core. Oh, Lord. Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder's been good. Don't you know, Keelan Barrios. Cole's a good three. Uh, three. Don't say Barrios. No, I'm not going to say Barrios. <laughs> all right. All right. And, and then we're we're not talking. About, nobody's talking about Elijah Moore, who who was a draft steal for the Jets. Yeah, he was. He was. I'll give you that. He was good. Value. I mean, it it really comes down to how good Zach Wilson is. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, at, they might be fun. I'm just saying. I I, I think they I can like it. I, they they can they can. Uh, but you know, I'm gonna, you know, I was thinking about this today, prepping for the podcast. I mean, I genuinely believe the most pressure from any rookie quarterback is Zach Wilson. I don't know. I buy that. I though. feel. I feel. I really believe that Zach Wilson is going to have a lot of pressure to get this team going. Right? If you go look at their backup quarterbacks for me. Oh, it's bad. Josh it's Johnson. Bad. I don't. I don't uh, know who Mike White is. <laughs> I, I don't know who Mike White Mike is. White. I don't know who James Morgan you don't, they is. Are I don't desperate. know who that is. They I are no desperate. Idea. They are desperate for Zach Wilson. Mike White day. Look, who they the are. Fuck is Mike White? <laughs> they. This is this is a team in the Jets that has, you know, a lot of you know they've drafted heavy into their oh. offense. They've got defensive cornerstone pieces in Quinn and Williams and Marcus May. Zach, let's talk about the offense. You, Zach, you know, Bryce kind of overviewed it for us, but like, you know, they obviously everybody wants to know about, okay, is Zach Wilson the real deal? Like, can he do what he did in the Mountain West and continue in the NFL? Mountain West is the Mountain West. It's not as insanely respectable as if you play in the SEC or if you played in the ACC or even like Big Ten, like it's just not as respectable. Like the, the defenses are, are not as great. They're just it, there's a lot of things to that. So that leads to a lot of skepticism with Zach Wilson. Is Zach Wilson a guy that you believe can actually get it done? You know, he had a lot of problems coming into the first couple of weeks of training camp. A lot of interceptions, a lot of mistakes, you know, but he said it's just a better me. I'm trying different things, and I kind of like that from a rookie quarterback. He's wanting to try and experiment. 
Is he somebody that they can rely upon? I actually think he's going to be the guy for the Jets. I'm starting to get myself around it. I can see it. Look, I hope the I hope Bryce is right, and I hope the Jets are fun because I don't know the last time they had a fun team. Maybe the first Fitzpatrick year with him and Brandon Marshall, and you know, I, it's been team. a very Good long times. time. It's been that, a very long time. Eric Decker, that was very probably the last the yeah. last time they were fun. The Todd Bowles era. So, and then before that it was the Sanchez teams. But yeah, I, I hope Bryce is right. I think Wilson can be the guy. I really do, and I like this. You know, they don't have a true number one running back, which is I've no. said many times in this episode yeah. I'm not a fan of. But Tevin Coleman's solid. Yeah, he is. Uh, for some reason, I like Josh Adams. I, I like him. I don't know why. I liked him at Notre Dame. I like him here. And then he's not P- even on P- the depth good. chart. He's on their roster. I don't know if that means anything, but <laughs> he's on there. Uh, but if you're the Jets, like, that's an open spot. I can kind of see it. And then uh, Corey Davis. You know, jury's still out on him, I guess. He hasn't really played with a great quarterback. So I'm willing to give him a pass for now. He's got a number one role now. He's got a number one role now, which Yeah. You know, that we'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens. The tight ends are tough. The tight ends are very tough. Oh here. sure. They are. <laughs> they're, they're tough. But the line is elite. The O line is borderline it's a elite. Offensive line. Beckton is fucking good. Dan Feeney <laughs> is good. <laughs> And then Vera Tucker, like Bryce said. So I, I think Sala more than anything is going to bring some leadership because you can't get worse than Adam Gase. You just can't. I, I agree. You just they're can't. they're already headed in better directions. This and is an absolute toxic locker room <laughs> last year. Absolutely toxic. And if anything, you know, I yeah. don't think they're gonna be great this year. No. But if anything, he'll build the culture. I agree. Uh, I, I know that's like a really cliche thing to say about no. a team rebuilding, but I think it's true. So, yeah, they're and and you know this offense certainly has promise, but defense is what Salah does best. They've developed a great defense over there, and you know with the 49ers. Salah was a huge part of that. He's looking to bring that to the Jets. Price is this a team with Mosley, CJ Mosley, back in the fold? You know they have a huge problem at corner. Like it's massive. Absolutely. Like I just, I'm going to send this PSA real quick. If you see, if you're in fantasy and you see the tickers of like projected points or something, and you're figuring out your lineup and you see the New York jets as one of the teams that your wide receivers playing against, just start them. Like Stoney <laughs> Bilba thinking, just started. I I genuinely this secondary sucks outside of Marcus May. You know Ashton Davis was supposed to be somebody good. I mean he, I don't know how long you can. That, expect that's that why long. they signed Lamarcus Joyner. That's they, why they, they signed did go Lamarcus out and Joyner. get him, who I think you know he could be intriguing in the right role. He's been mixed around too much. He's got to be in the role that he was in with the Rams, with Ray Phillips, mixing around, doing a lot of different things. Jets got to hope that he can do that for them. And they got to put him in situations where he can't. But I kind of think that this defense has some pieces that they can roll on. Marcus May is not a joke. He's not a joke. That's why they and resigned Quinn Williams. Quinn Williams is not a joke. A very strong interior defensive yeah. line. I just, I mean, they're making the right decisions. Like, granted, like, I hated the way that they handled it with Darnold. But, like, I, I think that they are slowly but surely being ran well. And I think the defense is really where it's showing. Yeah. I mean, they, they completely uh, revamped that defensive line 
I mean, they they went out and they their big signing, one of their big signings was Carl Lawson. Yeah. From the Bengals. A yeah. monster. I think he's going to be good. They signed Sheldon Rankins. Um, they had they already uh, had Quinn and Williams, and then they went out and they signed Vinny Curry. That defensive line looks totally different now. I, I think they do have some weak spots in in the linebacking core. Um, obviously, not CJ Mosley. CJ Mosley is a monster, and he's going to have another oh, yeah. good season. But yeah, that secondary, the specifically corner. Corner is really a problem for them. I think in the safety positions, I think they're pretty much, I, I think they're covered there. But yeah, corners are the big issues. But if anybody can get them to play, it's going to be Robert Sala. I mean, that's what yeah. he does. He brings the energy. He brings the leadership. Um, I think they're going to be an interesting team. Um, but I think it really comes down to their defense. I think their offense is going to be fine. It's going to take them a couple weeks. So me personally, I'm not going to overreact if they can't no, put I'm up points either. early on the season. Yep. It's going to be a work in progress with Zach Wilson, get the timing down. And then I think we're going to see some guys emerge on that, on, on the offensive side. Yeah. And I think we might be pleasantly surprised on the defensive side for them. Yeah, I think hope. they they can pull some games. Uh, if If you were to tell me, you know, looking at the Jets' schedule, right? If you told me that they beat, uh, let's say, Carolina week one, would I say you're crazy? No. I No, I probably wouldn't. Even though I do like Carolina a lot this year. I mean, I, I do too. I do too. I you, do too. You, they, like, here's the thing I was thinking about today. Would you rather be the Jets or would you rather be the Eagles? I Jets. honestly think I'd rather be the Jets. Uh, I'd Jets. rather be the Jets, absolutely. absolutely. And that's kind of nuts because the, the Eagles won the Super Bowl not too long ago, and the New York Jets have not been able to have much success. And I would still, I would take the New York Jets direction over a team like the Eagles. I, I, I just, I think they, this is a team that's like really showing some promise, and I'm excited to see moving forward what that looks like. Meanwhile, we got Bryce's team in the NFC East, a team that he really likes, a team I like, a team I believe Zach likes, Washington Football Team. And I mean, obviously the big thing for them is Fitzpatrick is the new guy at quarterback. He's significantly better than what the Washington football team has had. Is Fitzpatrick the solution? I wouldn't say he's obviously not the long-term guy, but can he be consistent enough for you and not have so many like, what are you doing type of games to where they can actually get to another division title. Clearly the defense is elite. Clearly. Yeah. Terry McLaurin, clearly elite wide receiver. And Gibson, awesome running back. They've got an okay offensive line. I think they're disappointing on the O-line personally compared to what they've been in the past. But like, you know, there's pieces there. Where are you at with Washington? You know, obviously the defense is the defense, but focus on the offense. What do you see from this offense? Well, so, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick can can play ball. I mean, he can straight up ball out at, at times, and, and I think he's got the weapons to do so. Uh, one, they, they need to quit messing around with the running back. It needs to be Antonio Gibson. Miss me on J.D. McKissick on third down. Please miss me, okay? He's not horrible. No, he's not horrible, but but stop. stop. Antonio Gibson is a playmaker. Okay. Quit with the committee. Quit with okay. the committee. You're just saying, you're right. just saying let's, okay. I see what Antonio Gibson the is the guy, period. Okay. You think he's the king, more or less. Right. Yes. Now you okay. have an Ohio State wide receiving core, which is freaking awesome. 
Oh, Terry McLaurin. Shit. I should have known. Curtis Samuel. Oh, baby. Oh, I love this mm-hmm. so much. This makes my heart so happy. This makes me so happy. And, and, and then you got the Sims guys, Cam Sims and Steven Sims and Adam Humphreys at, at the three right. spot. I, I'm cool with that. And, and say like what it. you may say what you may, because I know I'm the only one that likes him. OK, <laughs> I like Logan Thomas and I love oh. the contract that they gave him. I think he's good. Oh. I think he I think he's going to be a factor. Hate on him all you don't want. Need him to be. Don't need him. Don't need him. They'll need him. I don't care. They'll really need him to be. I will gladly and, hate on Logan Thomas. And that's a joke, Zach. It, you're you're Why? embarrassing for Why? that. No, you're embarrassing for that. Hating Go look on, at his stats. Uh, I will. He, I'm looking at him right now. He's better than Evan Ingram. About, he's uh, better than Evan Ingram. Uh, 28 yards, Bryce? Huh? 28 yards. Yeah, oh, wait a sec. Wait a second. Hours. I'm looking yeah. at passing. He yeah. How pass? about, yeah. Yeah. How about that, Zach? Eat it. Yeah, he can pass. Right, 670 yards. Great. Yeah. Great. How many touchdowns? Six. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, great, interesting. Great. It's it's funny okay, how you, you just leave things out. No, Zach. if you're saying That's he's better than Evan Ingram, what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you actually saying? Is he the best tight end in the division? He's Probably. a top ten. He's a top ten tight end. Uh, or, well, Ertz. Ertz. He's is still a there. he's a top ten tight end in the NFL. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely Holy is. Shit. He absolutely is. And you know what? That offensive line, I think, is pretty good. Okay. It is they, good. They went and signed Charles Leno. Okay. They good. they brought Eric Flowers back, which at the moment they don't have him listed in the starting lineup. Yeah. Which is fine. Okay, good. I think Chase, Chase Roulet is is good at center. Brandon Scherf, they re-signed him, good. which I mean, he's freaking awesome. Yeah. And then they they as of right now, they have Sam Cosme, who they just drafted at right tackle out of Texas, who is a good prospect. He lo- needs a little work, but he's a good That's prospect. A good line. I I like the Washington. I, their offense was kind of the thing that was holding them back last season. Right. Their defense was, was awesome. In fact, I think Washington's secondary, like their entire secondary, one of the best in the NFL. Uh, Fuller, Jackson, William Jackson the third from the Bengals at corner. Landon Collins and Cameron Curl. Young, and they signed Bobby McCain for depth at the safety position. They do, they do have it, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Not to mention yeah. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, oh. Ron Payne, and Jonathan Allen on the front. It does. It's it's nasty. It's oh, very good. Oh, it's very oh, good. I will it's get a room with this team. In fact, I get it. I'm gonna do this right now. You're lucky. No, you're not. Oh yeah, I am. Give me the Washington football team for their second consecutive division title and lock it in for a playoff spot, baby. Wow. Oh wow. yeah. Oh yeah. Ryan right. Fitzpatrick gets what he's due, baby. A trip All to right. the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. Read it and weep, Zach. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Tell me who's go gonna ahead. be better. Dallas. Dallas. You need to get off of it. You need to get off of it. Yes. Zach, take it away. Take it away. The Cowboys will be better. Yes. No, they won't. It's a joke. Listen, Fitzpatrick. I'm. So, he's a fan favorite. I, a, no, stop. With the that fan is. I, 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 that's I, all he is. No, that's stop. all he is. That's no, all he is. That's all he's ever been. He's gonna have his games. He's gonna get hot. No. Uh, yeah. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. I'll I remember agree. that when you pick him up in fantasy when you need a quarterback. That's not going to happen. Never yeah, will. it will. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> no, because I don't want to yeah, risk the 100-yard, three-interception game. I don't want to risk <laughs> But it's clearly not the long-term answer, like Caleb says. That's why. Bryce, why does he keep getting signed to one-year deals every year? Why? <laughs> why? Look, look, he's fine. 
Yeah, sure, he's fine. He's taking he'll, this team to the playoffs. They're winning a division title. He'll be fine for, uh, I don't know, eight games, six games. The second like best that. quarterback in the division. Tell me yes or no. Yeah. Okay, shut up then. But look at what else you're looking at. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I don't care. He's the second best division. Uh, best, Quarterback in no, the division. That's all that matters. No, but the no, gap is insanely massive looking, between Fitzpatrick and Dak. You're looking at Daniel. Yes. You're looking at Daniel Jones and you're looking at Jalen. Well, he's the second best in the division. So that's all I care about. That's great. That's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it might be enough to win this division if he can string together some games. No, and he will. The Cowboys just go off the rails. You're unreal. What, Zach, Zach, that's all the Cowboys do is go off the rails. I mean, what are we talking about here? This is a year in, year out thing. And I'm going to see Stephen A. Smith laughing his butt off on national television with a cigar in his mouth again. Probably. We know this is going to happen. <laughs> I'm just going off talent of the whole team. And offensively, okay. Okay. the Cowboys have a whole lot Zach more talent. Analyzing it, than- overanalyzing it. It's a joke. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hey, yeah, yeah, there's gone. a common theme. Ohio, you draft Ohio State guys, typically you do all right, which Washington football team clearly understands. Shouldn't you, so. shouldn't you ask Shouldn't you ask the Colts at wide receiver how that's going for Ohio State product? Hey, you know what? You know what, Caleb Wynn? Paris Campbell is going to have a great season. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, okay. Dwayne yeah. Haskins, Haskins is going to be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers next starting year. Starting quarterback. Uh, okay. So is Mason Rudolph. <laughs> look, look. The Dolphins, I forgot to mention the Dolphins because you brought up injured players. Uh, they did sign Will Fuller. Uh, sure. Great. They'll get five games out of him. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> going back to the football team, I just had to get my Will Fuller shot in there. Mm, of course. I, I forgot to. Love you, Devin Voss. Uh, five games, Max. Uh, you know, <laughs> the skill positions are good. You mentioned Curtis Samuel. I That was a guy I sure. wanted the Colts to pick up. Really one of the Colts to pick up, but you know, we're stuck uh, yeah, on Paris Campbell. He's good. For we're not game. stuck. We are privileged. Okay. Privileged. Speaking of All five right, games. move along. Move along. Speaking of five games, Shut Paris up. Campbell. Shut up. Move along. Okay. Move along. He's played five in his whole career. Look, <laughs> Washington, Fresh. I could see him winning the division. I just think uh Fitz. I, I don't like I don't like Fitz. Oh my goodness, dude! You're gonna eat it. that. You're gonna eat I get that it. so I get hard this I get season. It. Fine, I, I can't it. wait. I'll eat it the week he throws for 305 touchdowns, and then I can't wait for the crickets from you when he throws for 150 and four picks. Can't It'll wait. Be even. This is this is a Washington team that is really reliant on Fitzpatrick being very good, and they've got you know obviously this the defense is great as we've mentioned and talked about but it's like if it's patrick is not if it's patrick can't do it what about there is no don't don't do that don't there's no alternate there's no alternate options i'm not well, going to no you're I'm a not, joke you're a I'm joke i'm not comfortable with Taylor. you're a joke why didn't we invite him on Caleb? why did we do this he was fine in this the playoff game he was this fine is, give me ryan fitzpatrick all Freaking day Heinke probably can't get you to the playoffs and win the division. If he is the guy for them, I don't like that. But if if you know if they can find a way to get Fitzpatrick to do what he was doing, you know, in Miami, which I don't think he was bad in Miami. If he gets no, he a little more bad. consistent, if he's a little more consistent. Their defense is obviously going to win games. Terry McLaurin, I mean, legitimate elite talent. Yes. 
this is the best quarterback he's ever played with. And that's embarrassing. <laughs> this is, this is, that's embarrassing. You have to admit that, he, is, he is the best it quarterback is. he's ever played with. <laughs> the fact that the fact that that is the case is it, it it's insane. It, it Gibson's a good, Gibson's good. McKissick. Gibson I think you, awesome. you are slandering McKissick's ability yeah, to catch yeah, on third down. Yeah, I am. You, you yeah. are slandering that. Yeah. Because but, Antonio Gibson could do the same freaking You know what? Thing. I'm disappointed with you, Bryce. I'm surprised you didn't mention that. Dynami Brown. I thought you would have mentioned him. You, you, you the, the the wide receiver from North Carolina who's on this team, a vertical threat that can get down the field, that can allow McLaren to get these intermediate passes. I think Fitzpatrick could make Curtis Samuel have his best season he's ever had. I think that this is a Washington team that you know with Scott Turner as the offensive coordinator might be able to put together some game plans that could be awfully fun. I mean, the defense it's been set. You know, we know what they are. Jack Del Rio comes into the fold. I feel like they're a top five defense. You know, I think they're probably there. I don't know. You know, they're probably top five. And I, it, it seems like they're just heading in the right direction since Rivera's gotten there. And I think they're going to be contending. I think they're definitely one of the top two seeds uh, in the division. It just to me, it's like it's between Washington and Dallas. Take it what you please. I, you know, I think this was a heck of a podcast. Uh, you know, Zach, thank you for coming on. You know, as an emergency, thanks for having me. Get to you're coming on next week, uh, talking to AFC West and NFC West. You basically did double trot, you're basically doing a double. We're letting uh, him back on, happening. yeah. That's the week oh. he's back on, oh, right? That's the week you plan. We got we got the eviscerate the Raiders, can yeah. You definitely, you definitely don't like the Raiders and what they did this offseason, yeah. So, we have that coming. We have Devin Voss's triple option podcast, which he has gone over some college football previews, and I, they are very good. You should check them out. I'm very excited about them, and and they. They are knocking them out the park. They, you know, Alex Bird, Dylan Hughes on their power. They're taking a break. Uh, so just be on hold with their episodes, but don't be afraid to look at the other stuff that we have. Circle City Cinema continuing to pour out content. Devin Voss comes on talking to Wolf of Wall Street. I know Zach's got plenty more cooking up for you, so please check that out. You know, this in general was a great podcast. A lot to learn, a lot to dig into. Uh, but look, you know, both of these divisions are wide open. We got the AFC West. NFC West, NFC West is loaded. I don't care what anybody says. It's a loaded division. Loaded. AFC West, you know, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. We're talking them all next week. Hope you're ready to check it out. Hope you enjoy it.